episode 95. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Charity Hall. And we're Real Church Matters, but we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters. matters. Um, one day I'm going to need for you to let me do the intro. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to try it? Just try it. No, <laughs> no I now. just want to say episode. Oh, you did? 96. Matter of fact, we can start. We're going to start. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. All right. How, how you doing, Charity? I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. You got to stop saying that. You can say I You can say I feel amazing. I'm, God's amazing. Just saying I'm amazing. There's a weird response. I mean, you are amazing. I am amazing. But I'm saying... Hey, hey, you know, let me respond how what is authentic to me, okay? Mm, excellent. That ties into the yes. days. Yes, let's get to it. Oh, wait a minute. Housekeeping. Realchurchmatters.com <laughs> is where you can go for the website that has all the episodes. But for most people, I know you're using your Apple device. No shade to those who don't have one. But if you are using an Apple device... Go to the podcast app and search Real Church Matters. Subscribe. Make sure that you write a review. Put five stars if you feel like it. Uh, just, you know, spread the word. If you're not on an Apple device, you can go on SoundCloud. You can download the SoundCloud app. You can listen as well. Make sure you uh, follow on SoundCloud. Share it, repost it, retweet it, do all of that stuff. We're on social media too. We're at Real Church Matters for all of the social media setups, except for Twitter, which is Real Church MTTRS. Uh, you can find me at FSH Music on Instagram. That's where I kind of do most of my business. <laughs> sharing music and sharing uh, encouragement. What about you, Charity? I am on Instagram. What's your uh, handle? Oh, no, I gave Facebook before, right? No, you gave Instagram. <laughs> there ain't nobody on Facebook except for your aunties and y'all. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. <laughs> You're on Instagram. What is it? It's Beauty for Charity. Beauty for Charity. And it's F-O-R, the word for. Yeah. Just think beauty for ashes and then throw the ashes away and put charity. There you have it. Uh, as always, thank those who are giving via Patreon. You are helping me to do some awesome things. You're helping me to get the equipment right in here. You're helping me to get these t-shirts together. You're helping me in more ways than just listening, and I appreciate it. If you You're helping be- him mix my oh, voice where I sound oh, yeah. decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't sound like I add some yeah. to the huskiness. Normally, I, I could not stand... Voice, voice, but you make it sound pretty decent. You know, hundred thousand dollar <laughs> tuition, man. It comes in handy sometimes. It does. You're a real professional. I am amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh thank you to those who give. Uh if you would like to give, like those people, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash, that means it's leaning forward, real church matters. <laughs> Go on there. You can give a dollar a month and you'll get yourself a T-shirt and just some other exclusive content. For those who give 10 a month or more, you guys will get your hands on some cool stuff as well. I'm appreciative. I'm thankful. The things Thank that I have come, coming up only has me excited and I'm just appreciative to get them to the people who have helped and supported me beyond just listening, which is a great support. But for those who are giving something to help to push this along. Uh, I'm just appreciative. And to close that whole thing out, mm-hmm. spread the word. <coughs> if it's good word, spread the word. Yeah. O- only if you let know people know would enjoy. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Participate. Ask me, Ask me at realchurchmatters.com. Participate, share the word, even if you uh, disagree. Yeah. You know, if you don't like it, I'm really concerned why you're listening right now. But I don't believe in haters. So I'm just going to think that you're just confused (laughs) and you can't get enough of me. 
uh, of listening to this for whatever reason. But I love everybody out there, all the lovers out of there, out there that love this, and all the lovers that don't love this. Uh, we just appreciative. And episode ninety five. What's the truth? What's the truth? Is that what we agreed on? <laughs> that's what, <laughs> that's what I, I went back and listened to the little clip, and we'll start it off with that. We, I sent you a clip of Nikki Giovanni and mm-hmm. James Baldwin were talking, and in that clip, Nikki Giovanni said, lie to me. Mm-hmm. And she said, lie to me because when you go to work, you lie to that white man. Mm-hmm. And when you come home, you treat the person you love the most, supposedly. You give them the least. Wow. She says, I don't want the truth. Lie to me. And when I think about it, what is truth? Because she's bringing me to a point where when I hear that, Charity, I say, you know what? She has a point. She is telling us something that we haven't really been paying attention to. And as Christians, I love to challenge you with this. Um, the reality is, is that why is it that this man can go to work and be a certain way? Yeah. And then come home and be another way to the people he say he care about. They get the worst of him, though he mm-hmm. says it's the best of him because he's being phony at work. But she's like, phony looks good. Mm-hmm. Real doesn't look so good. Real hurts. The way you treat me may be real and true to you, but it's, it hurts. And so she's like, if that's the truth, give me a lie. Mm. And so when I look at that, I'm like, a lot of people are not having this conversation of what's real. So I hear people saying they're real, but what are you basing this reality on? I hear people say they're truthful. But what is this truth based on? Perception. Perception? We got to figure out what that is. We got to figure out what it is. Because I I was even in that way where I I would be nice to people. I'm saying in my mind, I'm like, I'm just faking. Yeah. I'm just faking. And then I tell other people like, yeah, I just be faking with them because, you know, that's... They don't deserve the real me. But the people who get the real me, like, I don't deserve this. Perception changes how you digest reality. Mm. So when someone says that they're being real, it's because they think that they're digesting and reacting to reality in a real way. Yeah. But that's that thing. It's like, it's weird because what is real? And I knew when I, we have this philosophical or existential conversation, we have to ground it in some more existential stuff like scripture. Mm-hmm. It only makes it harder mm-hmm. to ground it in. But when people say what's real, I'd be curious, like, if you guys could share with me what's real to y'all. Um, you know, what do you mean by keeping it real? What do you mean by telling the truth? But I'm going to tell you what the scriptures are showing me. There's a scripture, Romans 12 and 2, says, And be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So let's take that scripture and rewind it and Mm. play it in reverse. The will of God is perfect, acceptable, good. And it's everything that I'm not. (laughs) And it's it's, It's it's everything I'm not. Because if we're honest about who who we are in mm. ourselves, who we really are, then we're the opposite of everything perfect and good. So why would you want me to be real? Why would you want me to be me if me is not real? Exactly. And God is. It, it gives, like we're talking to Christians here. For the person who's not a part of this, who's of the world, you are keeping it real. Mm-hmm. But the person who says they're Christian, your reality should have shifted. Mm-hmm. And so what's real to you should be what is perfect, acceptable, and good, and according to the will of God. God. That's truth. So really what she's saying is, you sinner, lie to me. Act like you got common sense. Mm-hmm. Because your truth is poison. 
But she shouldn't be having that conversation when she was talking, if she was talking to a Christian man or Christian woman. Because we should be operating from another reality. Like you said, truth is based on your perception, how you digest reality. Mm -hmm. He supposedly has changed our appetites or removed the bellies we once had, Mm -hmm. gave us a new way of digesting life so that we don't look the same. Yeah. So my concern is, since we're talking about this <laughs> in such a deep way, is that this scripture leads us back to its beginning and tells us there's two types of people. There's those who comply and those who transform. Mm. So what does he mean when he says conform? He means compliance. He says, don't, don't conform to this world means make like another thing. Behave according to what is acceptable. Mm -hmm. Comply. He said, I don't want y'all to do that. I don't want you to conform to this world. I don't even want you to conform to me. I want you to be transformed, which means to change in character or appearance, to completely change. Mm -hmm. That's not compliance. That's not conformity. To conform is to say, I'm going to become something I'm not. Mm -hmm. Transform is to say, I'm going to change who I am. Mm -hmm. So she's talking about a man who goes to work and conforms, but comes to home and is who he is. Mm -hmm. She says, I want you to be the same at work as you are at home. He can't do that because he's conforming. He could only do that if he transforms. (laughs) Because you know what I'm saying? Like the reality is I'm saying I'm keeping it real, but when I look at what it means to be a Christian, I, the whole time I thought I was keeping it real, I'm literally just conforming yeah. to what's around me. Literally, it means make like another thing. Just the same way the, the black man is always seen as angry. She was talking about it. She said, you are angry when you come home, but you smile for the white man. Yeah. <laughs> why, can we talk about why he's angry? Why Why is he angry? Because he's conforming to a world where he isn't fit for. He is conforming to what the world is doing to him. Mm-hmm. He is a third. He is not a thermostat. He is a thermometer. We like, wow, your temperature is way up here because this world is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the, the black man in this particular example or y'all for to you know connect it to y'all or to me, I constantly found myself conforming to the situations around me. Ain't no money in the bank. I'm mad. Absolutely. I'm frustrated. I'm conforming to what's around me. People talking about me. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. We were just talking about that. Because our father always says, I think myself happy. And before people used to say, oh, you know, that's being fake. You know, if Mm. I'm not happy, I'm not happy. Or if something's going on, I have reserved the right to respond that way. As long as I don't act on that, that feeling or that emotion. And that's not true. Really what they say in charity, which is a concern. Is why deny myself? Mm-hmm. Why deny who I am? Then we got scriptures where in Matthew, Jesus says, take up your cross and deny yourself. Mm-hmm. Why is he telling these people to deny themselves? Is he called Jesus calling for them to be fake? No, he's calling for them to be real in a new way. But that's what we talk about. It's hard to think yourself happy when you are what you think. So you like, you're like, it's hard to be happy when I think this way. I'm sad all the time. Or you aren't even thinking <laughs> and too far. And like a lot of people don't think in depth about why they feel the way that they feel. Mm. They just allow themselves to go through the emotions. It's like you on a, uh, what's it doing? Water, right, water things. And you're just going along with yeah. the water and you don't know where you're going or why things are happening to you. You just you don't even, allowing your body to move. But like you, like we were saying, 
we consider to go against the flow as being fake. When the flow of everything around us, when it dictates to us who we are, we are far from the will of God. When everything God created is able to create a heart in you, Mm -hmm. that's not God's intention. When he is able to move your heart, you're in his good and perfect and acceptable will. But we're not being moved by him. We're being moved, like you said, by every wind and doctrine, by every storm that passes through our life. Mm -hmm. All these things are creating the personality. We keep thinking the personality is inside out, but it's not. It's outside in. Yeah. Our environments, our socioeconomic status, our nurturing and upbringing, all of these things formed, these outside entities form what is presently inside of us. Yeah. So you got angry black men. You got hurt black women. You got sad people, depressed people. What we just see, somebody just put up a... A mean, talk about <laughs> 55 pastors died in 2000. It's committed suicide since 2013. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's strange. Let's take the title off of it and just say those 55 people are amongst the millions that have killed themselves since 2013. Why, pl- why plaster a title on them like they different? Because there's only two types of people. It's those who have conformed to this world and those who have been transformed by the renewing of their mind. No, no shots at those people who have killed themselves. I'm not being insensitive, but I am letting you know that when you allow this world to kill you, you haven't been dead to Christ. You haven't been dead to sin. You haven't been made alive in Christ. That's the reality. And I know I'm a minister. There have been many times where I've taught and dealt with people's children all the way up to adults. And my heart in it of itself was still conforming to the world. And we, we kind of glossing over because I'm so excited I started talking yeah. and missing some juicy things. But let me just say this. Y'all use this scripture and y'all talk about conforming. And the only thing y'all ever talking about is listening to secular music or watching sexual programming or engaging in sexual acts Hetero or homosexual or otherwise. <laughs> but let me tell you, conforming is to allow the outside entities of this world to control what is happening inside you. Amen. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So when you find yourself full of anxiety and fear because you don't have enough to pay your, your mortgage or your rent, you are conforming to this world. When you get told by your husband that you're ugly and fat and you're not no longer good enough for him and that takes you to a place of sadness and depression and doubt and insecurities, that's you conforming to this world because all of these things that you see around you should not define what God sees in you. I think that goes to God talking about um, us not worrying about tomorrow because today has has enough worries of its own. And I say that to say we conform to the expectations of the world and we think that life is supposed to be a certain way. So when life does not change for us who believe in God. We allow life to change us. We allow life to change us. That's nasty. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you couldn't let me get no, to it. Uh, I helped you out. We tag team that one. Wonder, wonder. I let you finish your <laughs> your statements I'm sorry, or whatever. I got excited, but that the reality that reality is so potent because that steps on all of our toes. That's not charity and force out here judging. That's charity and force sharing with you. We in the same situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, I can look at a situation in my life. I got a couple situations in my life right now. <laughs> I can look at them and say, good God Almighty, <laughs> and allow them to take me out of who I am in God. But because I'm not willing to conform, I'm choosing to transform myself. Transform. So let's talk about that. We, we talked about conforming. We said when you let this outside entity control what is in you, 
you are being conformed to this world. The world does not consist of name your favorite rapper or your favorite singer. The world does not consist of only drugs and alcohol. The world does not consist of just sex of all types. It consists of any element, anything, as the scripture says, that exalts itself against the good, the perfect, and the acceptable will of God. He told me that the righteous, he never seen the righteous forsaken. Even though I can feel forsaken, I know I'm not because I've allowed my mind to transform. Some people would say, Charity, for us talking like that, don't change the fact that you still got bills to pay. <laughs> I know that person thinks they keeping it real, but you're not. The same way my circumstances don't change based off of what I do or what I believe in. That's not going to change my circumstance. What I believe in changes me. So when people talk about being morally good and you are a follower of Christ, I, I stop having sex or I stop cussing. I've been 100 days without sex and <laughs> all of this foolishness. That has nothing to do with believing in God. With a presence of mind that is no longer tossed to and fro by the environment and the elements of this world. So you're not in nobody's bed, but you can't get out of yours because you're depressed. Yeah. Where's what is the the state of your mind? What? It, thank you, thank you. Because that is what is true. Yes. Regardless of what was physically happening, the truth is always in your mind. And that's why we have so many Christians who are dealing in the mental instabilities. Because they've pulled themselves, they call themselves changing their life, but they've only conformed their life to the word. Mm -hmm. But haven't allowed God the word to change to their mind. Yes. That's <laughs> and this is what we wanted to talk about the second episode, but we went on rants about <laughs> other things. But but this it, it all comes in perfect time because this is the reality that is missing is that there's more Christians conforming to God's word than there are Christians allowing the word to transform them. And that's what's causing more of the madness because we can't fit something in the physical that isn't meant for us to... In the spiritual. Yeah. That's why it was called slavery. The reason it's called slavery is because you are in a place against your will. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. You better God. say that. <laughs> you're in a place against your will. The reason it's a prison is because you're in a place against your will. The minute you decide to transform your mind to God, now what is his will is yours. And what was once a prison is now a palace. You gladly become a servant. You gladly because it's where you want. To, to be. be. I think that's the difference between a slave and a servant. Yeah, absolutely. The servant gets up and willingly goes to serve every day. The slave is brought here <laughs> against his against their will. will. Now, I know some of you are like, he, but Paul said he's a slave to Christ. What he was saying was, is that this act of serving God goes against the very essence of who I am. So whether, <laughs> but he didn't say he didn't want to be there. He said it goes against I, the natural I, inclinations mm -hmm. and desires of him. Mm -hmm. But he is not a slave in the sense that he does not want to be there. If you asked Paul, he said, "I was only having an issue with whether I want to go to heaven or whether I want to serve the Lord." Mm -hmm. He said, "I'm torn betwixt the two. Most of us are struggling with whether we want to serve the Lord or go or, to hell. <laughs> or, or whether we want to go to hell or whether we want to serve ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we're not really in that same situation because we haven't transformed. Yeah. We have conformed, but you haven't transformed. There's so many Christians that are sad and are dealing with PTSD because you're in, you're a prisoner of war. Be and, and I think also, um, you know, it, it, in the Bible, it talks about a perverse generation looking for signs and wonders. And 
it's because we try to reason what happens in the physical to us so that we can react in the physical. Yeah. But if our minds were conformed, I mean transformed, we wouldn't be looking for signs. Wouldn't be looking for signs. We wouldn't be looking for God's love. Because we would be in oneness with who he is in the spiritual realm. And see it in a spiritual way. Let's not let's not gloss over what you say. Because literally there are people who are defining God's love for them based on what they see around them. Mm-hmm. There are people who are going through hurtful things and hard times and saying, where is God? Yeah. You can't find him in your flesh. You can't find him in, in your own eyesight. You will always look at your situation and say, God's missing. Why are you saying he's missing? Because I don't see him through what? Through I don't see his blessings. That's what you need. You yeah. Fess up. It's important for it's important for us to know that regardless of whether we're going through something or not, God, we're in God's favor. Whether I have a sickness or not, I'm in God's favor. Whether I have this raise or not, I'm in God's favor. I, I think it's important for people to understand that regardless of how you live, you're always going to go through things. I love what you said, and I saw you catch yourself because you're not sure why you said it. <laughs> but I want you to know you said it because it was said in you. Yeah. You said, always in God's favor. Favor means acceptance. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't care what's happening. The question is, am I in his good Perfect, acceptable will. Exactly. I, the question isn't, will I pay my rent to this month? The question isn't, will this man leave me? The question isn't, will my children love me? Am I where God wants me the to be? The question is, where am I in his will? Yeah. That's why if, you said, if I got his favor, what else matters? That's all exactly. you're saying. Well, if I have his approval, what else matters? Y'all Bible scholars, y'all go look it up. I ain't got time to explain to folks <laughs> what favor is when y'all want to dance around, talk about favor ain't fair because you got a promotion. Promotion neither comes from the East or the West. It comes from God. Mm-hmm. And he gives, according to his favor, his acceptance. And it has nothing to do with the physical. His favor has nothing to do with how has we're not, living down here. Has nothing. He is not finding you acceptable because you stayed out of somebody's bed. He's finding you acceptable because that bed stayed out of your head. <laughs> See, <laughs> people try and keep their rap sheet clean. You need to keep your mind clean. Yeah. You you keep trying to to reverse your whole status and try to bury all the bodies you got. Leave the bodies where they are. And believe that you are beyond that in your heart and your mind and you're free. I don't care how many people know how many people you slept with. It's it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's not what that's not what connects because, to God. Again, we're worried about people when we should be. And I know people are gonna use this as a cop out and say Oh, those are the keep it real people, because we coming at them this, <laughs> this this podcast. So let's stop right there. Yes, yeah, say what those people are doing. They're going to say, only God can judge me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't be worried about whether somebody's even thinking about judging you where you can say, only God can judge me. You should be thinking about being pleasing to God. Listen, reality, people. Because yeah, y'all keep it so real. You keep it real wrong. Your focus on your reality is what got you disconnected from God. See, because you're trying to tell me how real you are, but it, it's the very reason why you can't get past your past. It's the very reason why they upset. Mm-hmm. They can't stop thinking about all the things they did. They can't stop thinking about all the things people then did to them. They can't stop moving in the past. I'm going to tell you why we all spiritual people. Because for some reason, you can stand flat-footed in the flesh, beating heart, moving mind, in the present, but your whole being can be in the past. Yeah. That's how spiritual y'all are. Even y'all people that don't even believe in it. Y'all so spiritual that you literally have an out-of-body experience. Your body, your flesh is in the present, but your mind is in the past. Or just in 
a different place. Daydreaming. <laughs> People walk around daydreaming all the time. That's why he said, he said, don't think about the past and don't an- be anxious about the future. He said, today has enough worries of its own. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we got to fight today's battle. Today's battle is, will I conform to this world or will I be transformed by the renewing of our minds? Let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that transforming is to allow myself to literally move. Move. That's what trans means. Mm -hmm. To travel from one form to another. What we're talking about here is from one mind to another. So what you think is real because you're in a one mind right now. That's your mind. God is looking for you to trans or travel to another mind. So you saying evolution is real. Evolution is is not just real. <laughs> it is evident every day. Mm-hmm. People are constantly either match, maturing or evolving into a deeper form of themselves or a deeper form of God. Mm. Mm. That's what you mean when he say I want Sit in that. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go from glory to, to glory. glory. To glory. What is it? Glory. Let me, we doing a lot of oh, things in a day. Me, oh my God. Oh, that connection was, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was saucy. It was saucy. Let me tell you what glory is. Glory is revelation. He's saying the way that we actually transform is by the renewing of our mind. Our minds are renewed through the word of God. Mm-hmm. The word of God gives us revelation. Mm-hmm. Literally, the only way to transform is to have a revealed truth that takes you from yours and snatches you and pulls you into another. How does pushes that, you. How does that happen, Charity? Let me tell you how I always use this example. Let mm-hmm. me use it again. Mm-hmm. My sister was laying on the floor and I walked in the room and I saw her laying on the floor and I had a problem. Because I didn't know whether I would tell her there's a mouse in the house or not. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> because I, knew, I wasn't ready for this, this one. <laughs> I thought she was going to say something else. <laughs> I knew that Charity hates mice. You know, even though we grew up in the hood, we are more familiar with mice than I am with money at a certain point in my life. If you drop money in front of me, I say, what is this? If you drop the mouse, I say, get out of here. Right. <laughs> I knew that if I told her that I would give her a truth that reveals something about her environment, her reality, mm-hmm. that changes how she does things. <laughs> I knew that I had to tell her because I didn't want her to find out another way. You See, that's didn't what, tell me. But that's why <laughs> the reality is, if I told you, mm-hmm. you would have jumped up off that floor. You would have pulled your covers up off that, off the, on the bed. And you would have been like, we got to fix this because I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. Your whole state of mind changes mm-hmm. based on one simple truth. You didn't mm-hmm. see a mouse yet. Think about that. Yeah. All I'm, all the only thing that changed your mind was word. Mm-hmm. This is where we at. We need the revelation of God. We need the word of God. And that word changes our mind. Amen. We should take... Jesus and God, <laughs> we should take him for his word. Not, not just, and this is where people get foggy. To keep it real. Why people, do we have to see? Because the keep it real people are skeptics. They're so real that they're in a reality that, that defines itself by sight. Mm. But the believer is that not in shaky that reality. baby. Shaky, shaky baby. They don't know who loved them because they need constant visual. Confirmation. When our reality. Where was you at? Where was you at? Where was you at? Well, I ain't got roses in how many times? You ain't took me on a date in how many times? You ain't told me I love you in how many times? That's not an indicator of love. No. All of those things are things that allow you to feel like you're in love. Which is so deceiving. Which is deceiving. Because one second I can feel one way and forget that I even felt that way in 30 minutes. That's why he tells us the believers walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. That is a mindset that you have to transform to. You'll never conform to it. It's too, it's too heavy. It's Mm -hmm. too heady. It's too, it's too out there. Mm -hmm. You can't conform to that. Go ahead. You've seen people try to conform to faith. You can only conform to rules. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They come to church and conform to rules. You can never conform to faith. Faith you have to transform to. There has to be an experience. You got you to gotta have an experience. Mm-hmm. Something that changes the way you see things forever. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw a nudie magazine, <laughs> it changed the way I saw women forever. I spent the rest of my teenage years and some of my 20s trying to forget <laughs> the way that my mind had conformed to. Uh-huh. It made it so that, this is how troubled of a kid I was. I got a dog on, I got an English teacher. I'm 15, 16. This lady is like 37, 38. And she just brushes past me. And I'm like, looking at her like. You can get it. The reality is. This old lady ain't one that had nothing to do with me. She wasn't bothered by me in the least bit. And I'm looking, thinking back at those times, like, I could not see. Mind blown. I could not see sex in it. I could not not see it in any woman. It didn't matter her age. Mm. It didn't matter her, her color. Mm. It didn't matter her whatever. It didn't matter. Mm. I could not not see it. That's 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 the point right there. Because of what I have conformed to. Mm. What Mm-mm-mm. was revealed to me. The use of someone changes. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, this honesty hour. Oof. Mm. See, I used to think it was it, it, it this stuff was just me. Because I didn't realize as a kid, you don't know. You just think everything's you. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, Jesus Christ, something's wrong with me. Uh, Mrs. Branch don't want nothing to do with me. Why well, I'm supposed to be here understanding math. Her purpose changed. Purpose changed. To you. It wasn't about teaching anymore. It wasn't, a, I couldn't see that stuff without thinking about the other stuff. And it annoyed me mm. as a young man. And then we wonder why people grow and they can't shake these things. What they see in people. I'm just talking about one example. Yeah. Some people can't see beyond the past of people. Some people can't see beyond the hurt. Some people are dealing with the hurt somebody else gave you, but because we represent that person, we get the same thing. Mm. So you now you can't look at any man in the face. You can't respect any man. Now you can't c- connect on a healthy way with any man. Just like I couldn't connect with any woman on a healthy way. Mm. I think at... at I know it's kind of heavy, right? I, I but it, it's it's so so real. <laughs> oh yeah, this so is so true. This, this is truth. This is what is truth. And guess what? I don't get to do. I don't get to come home and pour that out on anybody because I say this is me. Because it's not. God no. showed me it's not me. Just because these thoughts are present in me doesn't mean I get to own those. You'd be in somebody's jail cell. I'd be in somebody's jail cell <laughs> right now. Because or I'd be it. in somebody's uh, jail for. Not paying my child support for the yeah. 20 kids I got. Or whatever it is. But whatever I would be, it wouldn't be. It may feel true to me, but it's not the truth of who I am. Because the truth of who I am is connected to God's will. But because there are laws behind certain things in the physical, <laughs> it makes sense to people. Oh, I shouldn't think like that because that's wrong. Because yeah. it's illegal. Right. But what about what's illegal and defiles God? I know, because here's the thing. I ain't never touch Mrs. Branch. Nope. So I conform to law, though I never transformed to truth. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, are we talking all this stuff to, to a young man that, I'm not even young no more, but I'm 37, <laughs> about to turn 38 and less, over. You're still little, in your third. A little over a month, and I'm, I'm by technical by all terms that we define a virgin. But, <laughs> but according to the realities of God's will, he's not looking at my virginity. He's looking at my complicitness mm. to this world. Oof. And since I never, I never been in a woman, but I've always. All right, now uh, we don't want you to have to Jesus, edit nothing. <laughs> I've never been in a woman, but <laughs> can you let me finish? I'm trying to be serious here. Go ahead. I've never been in a woman. I'm holding up quotes for some reason. In a woman, 
But I have always been in sin. I've been knee deep in sin, <laughs> neck deep in sin, okay, up to my ears in sin. You can't even see my lobes. <laughs> Motorboat, <laughs> motorboat in sin. <laughs> <laughs> My head is about to pop off. <laughs> but that's the reality. I, I get a trophy just because I haven't I've conformed to y'all church rules. Yeah. When I haven't transformed. Oh. Mm. That's nasty. <sighs> but I haven't transformed. Mm-hmm. Minister at 23 found to be worthy of the certificate of <laughs> ministry. Okay. 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 Only listen. listen. <laughs> stop you there. No, no, listen. Only because I fit the conformity, yeah, of church, not because I've transformed. Because I'm gonna tell y'all, back then, even as a young youth minister, I was a Decepticon. <laughs> I <laughs> see a Decepticon is one who looks to transform, but really has only conformed. Mm-hmm. And I knew how to do it. I my mind was a mess, and I walked through church doors. I and I go ahead and I do my due diligence that allows everybody to say, "Look at that man of God." <laughs> oh yes, I I want my son to be around you. Mm-hmm. Mm, my God, and you my know what? My daughters can learn something from you. <sighs> Go ahead, come on, come on. It is it, it just awakens the whole problematic it's the situation. Mouse in the room. It's the mouse in the room. Now you gotta get up. Yes. You gotta get up. That's what I wanna do to these people. I wanna show them the mouse in the room so they stop acting like it's not there. It's very problematic. It's problematic. We're, we are not transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. He says... A because a person who... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. A you person ahead. who was transformed would have been able to discern when someone is not transformed. They should be able to discern whether they are just conformed yeah. to what is, you know, the norm. But when the name of the game in church is conformity... Mm. See, let me tell you why this is a problem. I hate to get on my soapbox. The reason why the church is synonymous. Real church matters. Real church matters. The reason why church is synonymous with conformity. And the reason why we know that's true is because church is so interested in conforming the world who has not transformed its mind. Mm. Church wants Bible. They're fussing right now about uh, there should be Bible classes allowed in schools. Why? Mm -hmm. I know kids that went to Christian schools. They were taught to conform. Yep. They were not taught the word that transforms. The same dollar that people fight over has in God we trust. It's, ain't that funny? The, the <laughs> money even knows to trust God, yeah. but you trust the money. Mm-hmm. Ain't that, that's mm-hmm. funny. The money knows to trust God. You'll read it on there even though you're, all your trust is in the in money. The, mm-hmm. Even the money is mocking you. Mm-hmm. In God we trust, right? Make sure you get more a couple thousand more of me. That was my money voice for some reason. (laughs) 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 This is sound like digging in the matter (laughs) fight. Your crusty toes. (laughs) (laughs) Stop! I'm trying to be serious, Charity. Goodness gracious! (laughs) Okay. The, The reality is, is that. That's one of the problems. The other problem with the church is that y'all want to fight and get involved in government because you don't want abortion. You tired of gays, <laughs> but you only want to establish laws in which they can conform to and not transform them to the word of God. Mm. What will, I want to know what's going to happen if the, all the these evangelicals get the laws they want. Let's say you get the laws and they ban homosexuals from all the places you want to ban them. I don't even know where. Let's say you get to ban them. What part of that is, is a part of the transformed mind that teaches love and causes others to transform to the mind of Christ? Mm. We don't legislate a renewed mind. We receive it through the power of his word in love. Mm-hmm. 
So y'all trying to legislate Let's say you, you They can't have their own gay bars They can't have anything that y- offends you When do you care what offends God? Mm. My God I want y'all to know Y'all are conforming You evangelicals out there Y'all are Because they don't care about their their minds They don't care about the state Of their their Not mental health But their spiritual health Absolutely They don't care They care about their comfortability That's all conformity is Mm -hmm. We fit into the comfort level Of what's around us The world is falling apart Why is it falling apart? Because they get to do anything these days. Brother, sister, you've been allowed to do They've anything. They've been? <laughs> uh, you have. Since the beginning. I want y'all to know something. For you, Some of y'all might not know this, but the church has always been the incubator of sin. Mm-hmm. Some of the best. Most of the homosexuals you see walking through these streets were raised in church. Mm-hmm. This is some of the, the nastiest, most vile womanizers, misogynists I've witnessed in church. Most, some of the most promiscuous, loose, fast women I've ever met have been in <laughs> church. church. Um, it's, it's, it's a stigma that has been known. For- I, I know, but then we get cloudy when it comes to gay people walking in there. Oh no, no cloud here. There's no no let's let's make sure we understand. We are the church has always been interested in conformity, not in trans the transformative power of God's word. There was I I'm not listen, take this with truth and love. This is not an indictment for the people that are around me. But more people have been concerned with the word I had to conform to than when than concerned with the word transforming me. That's, that's just the truth. The minute I don't look the part, Charity, mm-hmm. the minute I don't fit the, the church norms, let you not wear dress clothes to church. Let you come to church late. Let you miss a couple services. <laughs> let you not know a scripture everybody should know. Mm-hmm. Let you not know the address of that scripture. Let you not speak in tongues in some places. Let you not shout. Let you just come to church and not be, you know, considered someone who is involved. Let you look more like popular culture. Let you wear the latest fashion and makeup. Like you've moved beyond Lancome. Because some of these church women, all they got is Lancome in their closet. (laughs) Well, they doing pretty good because no, Lancome, no, old Lancome, just from t- this thirty years. You mean uh, L'Oreal? They got L'Oreal, they're Maybelline, but they they use it in a certain way. <laughs> they use they do the makeup styles from the sixties. They still stay there, and if you don't fit into the conformity of what they did as a culture, you are fast. It's hard for me to remember that because we've been so removed from. That, that particular type of church. I'm making sure I cover all bases. <laughs> I'll get to the charismatics. Yeah. The, 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 the hipster. The hipster, the free church with no rules. This still has rules, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. You want to know what the main rule of the church with no rules is? Don't be gay. You minute you come in there and you don't fit what they still have a rule. They don't know how to love you beyond that. I don't think so. Huh, who, you talking about, you talk, oh, you talk about the, those other churches like that. I'm talking about the hipster church. Oh, they, I thought you were talking about like a church like ours. Oh, no. <laughs> we, I, I, we're considered charismatic, though. Okay. So you talking about the churches that's all, all they're not even conforming. So they ain't even trying to conform to Beyond them. these four walls churches. Yeah. The ones that out in these streets recruiting people. Yeah, churches. yeah. So you're talking about the type of church that isn't even interested really in conforming to the scriptures. They're the keep it real church. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what happens. What happens is that people realize that church is about conformity. So they say what? Let's not conform. Yeah. And God's sitting up in heaven the like. The go-go churches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Silence. Oh Jesus 
<laughs> Let me tell you, they so busy trying to show that they are not about conformity to the word that they don't realize that God is up in heaven. Like, I don't want you to conform, you right. But I wanted you to transform. Mm-hmm. Now you've just made a mockery of me even more. Yeah. Because you're so busy trying to prove you're not conforming that you have yet to transform to the power of God's word. Well, what is that supposed to look like? I don't care what it looked like. I think it's you, for you, you, you're not going to know what it's going to look like because anything that <laughs> evolves, it, 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 it won't look anything like you've ever seen before. This is the crazy thing about will. The, the good and perfect will mm-hmm. of God. The crazy thing about it is that we never get to that point because most of the rules in church are connected to the historical context of the Bible, not to the spiritual context mm-hmm. of the Bible. Most of the rules they come up with about you can't get tattooed and stuff are based on the historical context mm-hmm. of the scriptures, not about the spiritual context of what God is asking for in his will. Mm-hmm. They're literally reading the word like a newspaper and saying, back in the day, God did this, so we should do that too. And then they're selective about it. Yeah, then they're selective about it because there's a ton of things that happened back then that if you try to do now, you'd be locked up. Mm -hmm. So we're selective about it. And that's why young people look and say, y'all ain't, y'all selective, y'all real petty about what y'all choose to do according to the historical context and nobody ever gets to the good, perfect, and acceptable will of will God. Will of God. Amen. It comes through this very foggy, vague, and indiscriminately perceived form of the Holy Spirit. I mean, but he shows what what is his will for us. He said was good. He lists them out. And if, then he said everything else. If it's not in my will, I don't want it. But if you it's would not have long to, suffering. But you would have to know as well. The fruit it has to match the fruits of the spirit. Come on now. Like it it don't have to be in this situation. You should do this. He gives us what what's good and what's not good. Let me help. Let me help just a little more. He said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know what is, he says that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He says, the only way to articulate my will is through your mind, mm-hmm. not through your body. Mm-hmm. The only way to articulate my will is through your mind. So it's always going to line up with the ask that God has as it relates to your mind. Mm-hmm. He says, as a man thinketh, so is he. He didn't say, as a man dresseth, so is he. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem right there because once we put so something on. So what is the horsey saying about that? Well, well, Ralph would say a man is, is with how he dressed. <laughs> and a lot of people tell you, when I was a kid and I was, in, uh, I was a uh, student page and I had to get fitted for a suit so I can go to Annapolis. The, the guy tried me for a suit and he said, this is your first time having a tailor suit. I said, yes. He said, when you put this on, you're going to feel like a new man. <laughs> he was right. When I put that suit on, I walked different. You had a certain I swag. I had a swagger about me. I walked through the halls of that state house. I walked through the whole walls of that, that halls of that state house like I belong there hmm. because I would dress the part. Only thing that was different, different was my skin color. Hmm. But I felt like I fit. I felt like I was right. And that's a lot of times, that's what people doing in church. They dress up and they feel holy. Mm-hmm. Because it, it connects them in that way. They feel put together. I mean, five days out of the week, they're a grease monkey. They're out there fixing cars or something. Or maybe they're wearing a black and white shirt because they work at Foot Action or Foot Locker. Whatever it is <laughs> we doing, we feel different when we dress up and come to church. But all of that, Charity, is conforming and not transforming. Mm-hmm. The only garments that God talked about is the garment of praise. The only garments he talked about is the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith. He, the things that he wants us to put on are the things that most church people leave home on Sunday. <laughs> and we said all of this to say, what is truth? It is whatever you allow 
in your mind. Mm-hmm. And and I think when you talk about people, the the church trying to conform to the world to reach the masses, truth will always reach deeper than any perception of this false sense of reality. Yeah. You can't effectively reach people if you're trying to appeal to them on a level that has already oppressed them. Goodness gracious. You can't. See, it is the problem. Like you said, when we are already a victim of the world, why do you think I want to come to church and be indoctrinated with more of what is familiar to me? Mm-hmm. When we talk about familiar spirits, we don't even realize that we are propagating those familiar spirits. Mm. What does familiar mean? Things that are already relative to who I am. Mm-hmm. God didn't teach me. It's in my DNA. It's in my DNA. Why am I coming to church only to hear things that are synonymous with my mind state? Mm-hmm. You talking to me about haters and I already hate. <laughs> Put me further in hate. <laughs> I'm, I'm high-fiving the person next to me like, you know, you're going to have haters. Yes, I yes. got haters. I'm gonna t- when it, I get home, I'm going to tell auntie, I'm gonna tell auntie kiss my butt in Jesus' name. <laughs> yes, it's I'm just hyping me up further in hate. Can't wait to get the word. <laughs> I'm going to tell my haters, look at me now. I'm going to tell them, they, they can go ahead and try hate on me because I pl- blast my gospel music, but they're going to get this Kirk He Franklin. prepares a table you know what? before so did, me in so the did, presence of my enemies. So did your supervisor. <laughs> he prepared a table, and on that table is a pink slip. <laughs> and he's also not just going to prepare a table. He's going to prepare some security guards <laughs> and a fresh brown box for you to put your stuff in. And he's going to lead you out that door. He ain't going to give you no brown box. And you knowing he's your hater is not going to help you in your situation because you were supposed to operate in love and you can't conform to love. You got to be transformed to it. Got to be transformed in it. You got to be transformed in it because it's going to look like you all right until you get tested. That's the problem, Charity. Mm -hmm. Things that are conformed immediately... Show who they are when they're challenged. Yeah. Because conformity is just looking like something. It's not being like it. Mm -hmm. He wants you to be like him, not look like him. You saying, what would Jesus do? Forget what Jesus would do. How would Jesus think? Mm. Scripture says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. I know there's a lot of people who are nice people and they follow the principles of Christ even though Christ is not principal in their heart. Mm. (laughs) Oh, man, we could go on for days. But I so much enjoyed kind of talking with people. I've been sending that clip to a bunch of people and challenging them on what's real, what's fake. Mm -hmm. Because Nikki Giovanni had it half right. What she really wanted was a man of God. Yeah. She, she said, the way you, you can pull that together for him, pull it together for me. He like, I can't because if I pull it together <laughs> there and here, then that's me. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't willing to transform. She wanted a man of God. I hope Nikki found one. She wanted a whole man. She wanted a whole man of God. She ain't, see, you see, oh my goodness. Y'all, let me, I'm going to leave with this. Some of y'all women. You are interested in your man being lustful only with you, but you don't understand. As long as he is allowed to be lustful, he, it's going to be hard for him to only have it for you. <laughs> we could talk about it another time, but I'm going to tell you, if you, if, you only, if you only look at you want a man to desire you, and then you are upset when he desires other women as well. You don't understand the fundamental principles of being conformed to one's fleshly desires. You don't want him to just desire you fleshly. You want him to honor you according to his desire to please God. Mm -hmm. That means that you don't have to worry about him desiring you or anyone else. He is able to show you love through his obedience and honor to God. But that might not be what you want. 
Because a lot of you just want to break some bed springs and bust some headboards. Because they've had, they haven't been transformed. Because you haven't been transformed. You gotta you look can, at yourself. I'm gonna tell y'all, you cannot keep, you cannot keep a man in his flesh confined to you and your desires alone. Oh no. The only way, oh my goodness, I'll leave it at that. Episode 95, what is the truth? I'm boy, she's girl. We are Real Church Matters. God bless.